Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome, creatives. Today, we embark on a thought-provoking journey through the realm of perspective. In a world filled with diverse experiences and outlooks, maintaining the right perspective can be a game-changer in how we navigate our lives. Today, we explore quotes that serve as a gentle reminder of the importance of perspective and its profound impact on our lives. Proverbs and quotes benefit us in life. They offer timeless wisdom and guidance that can be applied to various situations. Proverbs often convey moral lessons, cultural values, and practical advice, allowing us to gain insights from the experiences and wisdom. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. A quote by Maya Angelou reminds us of accepting change within ourselves for the benefit of others. Yeah, and that quote really speaks to the power we hold within ourselves to shape our realities. It reminds us that we have the ability to change our perspective even when external circumstances may seem beyond our control. In essence, this quote urges us to shift our focus from what we cannot control to what we can control, our attitude and perspectives. Moving on, let's ponder upon a quote from the renowned physicist Albert Einstein. The measure of intelligence is the ability to change. This quote reminds us that intelligence is not solely about knowledge, but also about adaptability. Our ability to transcend fixed perspectives and embrace new ideas and interpretations allow us to learn, grow, and lead fulfilling lives. Our capacity to evolve our perspectives is a testament to our intelligence and willingness to embrace change. Now let's hear some quotes and proverbs with the powerful message that resonates with us or our previous experiences. When pertaining to African proverbs, they are often used to impart important life lessons, moral values, and cultural traditions to the younger generation. In many African cultures, proverbs and sayings are also used to express emotion, solve conflict, and offer advice. Proverbs are a rich and tasty wisdom encapsulating the collective knowledge, values, and experiences of the continent's diverse culture. They serve as bridges between generations connecting the past, present, and future. As young people grapple with the complexities of modern life, Proverbs provide timeless guidance and teach valuable lessons rooted in cultural heritage. Some of the Proverbs we're addressing today can be beneficial to an individual or a group. Let's begin deciphering the meaning behind some quotes and proverbs. Do not look where you fell. Look where you slipped. A disciplined mind brings happiness. 
What do you think about the quote, do not look where you fell, look where you slipped? Do not look where you fell. So basically, um, my interpretation is um, don't necessarily worry about the outcome, but worry about what led you to that outcome. Yeah. You know, um, have some type of planning or foresight into whatever you're doing so you can either protect yourself from falling or um, help lessen the, 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 the fall, if that makes sense. A disciplined mind brings happiness, I think, means that if you are clear about what path you're taking or what steps you're taking towards your goal, it's harder to be distracted by the feeling of nothingness or unhappiness if you have a goal in place, if you have a plan in place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that. And you have to be consistent with that, right? Mm-hmm. You have to practice whatever you have to practice daily in order to reach that goal. Exactly. Because yeah. you won't get to that goal unless you have a plan. And a plan always needs discipline. For sure. Um, a quote from Buddha, what we think we become. I like this quote because it reminds me of another quote, I think, therefore I am. So whatever you're thinking, whatever you're manifesting in your mind, if you um, see yourself in a not so good light in your head. That's what you're feeding into. That's what the reflection of the the outside world is going to be. But if you see yourself as a guiding light or, you know, some type of positive aspect of yourself, that will be reflected in the outside world. I love that. The next quote is by Bob Marley. The truth is, everyone is going to hurt you. You just have to go find the one that's worth suffering for. Mm, what do you think that means? Um, I think it means a lot of things, but one of the things that is resonating with me right now is you can't put everybody on a pedestal. You can't assume that you know what others are thinking. Mm you're always going to be disappointed or upset about something, but that doesn't change how you move or how you function. Mm -hmm. But you also have to know that everybody is human. So the things that you feel like are unforgivable, you have to forgive them to be able to move on. That's kind of similar to the Maya Angelou quote. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude towards that. What's similar in the, in the, the two, between the two? Because if you don't like a situation that you're in, you have the power to change it. If you don't have the power to change it, you have the power to change your attitude towards that situation, mm-hmm. place, person, or thing. You know, it's all about your perspective at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. what is it that you're willing to take? And if it's something you're not willing to take, it's not for you. Right. Right. Um, An African proverb. When you dance with creativity, magic happens. Allow yourself to be open minded and open to the possibility of not constantly being rigid in a plan, Mm -hmm. but allowing room for the plan to go left or go right. And finding yourself in those spaces. So an example of that would be 
oh, I've done everything right. I can do this. I can do that. But I'm not making enough money and I hate my job. Mm -hmm. But you were in a position before where you didn't have an opportunity. Mm -hmm. So now that you have that opportunity, how do you, how are you grateful in that space? Even though you know that your ultimate goal is a few steps ahead. Mm -hmm. Like if you're constantly not allowing yourself to be grateful or be present in that moment, you won't necessarily see how far you've come or how far you're growing to get to another point or a position. I like that. And it reminds me of the discipline thing too, right? Um, In order to dance, you have to have rhythm. Mm -hmm. And I think that rhythm in a sense is discipline. Um, discipline creates creativity rhythm is creativity so you have to in order to be <laughs> creative you have to be have rhythm you know what I mean in order to be creative you have to be free Right. if you allow yourself to be free then you never know what outcome can be a product of you being creative or stepping into your creativity I like that a good habit is a wealth that grows with time. Oh, I love that. That, that That's is perfect. That's the whole thing about discipline and consistency, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, the gym. Yeah. If you keep that habit going, you see the gains. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. It's pretty straightforward. The constant dripping of water hollows out stone. Ooh. There's so many different... Um, there's so many different perspectives on that because I heard this once before but from a different source it says a steady drop of water makes a hole in a rock but it's basically the same maybe it, it stemmed from the same source but that persistence that consistency that that obsession can move mountains do you know what simple thing that I get from this What's is that? don't give up mm-hmm. because even if you're not seeing results with you constantly stepping towards that space or giving yourself time to do that thing constantly, you will end up seeing a result. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Uh, we just recently looked at a picture of us during the pandemic and we were so chubby. <laughs> But we've been consistent in, in trying to take care of our health. And we look pretty pretty good now. Almost there. Almost there. It is the little things that make up the big things. Hmm. What does that mean? It is the little things. Same thing we've been talking about. It's, it's funny how all of these are kind of relative to one another. But idea that nobody's going to be, nobody's going to wake up and have this viral moment of being something or somebody. Mm -hmm. You have to be clear in what you want to be and be clear in what your plan or intentions are and move accordingly. That kind of reminds me of a quote that Will Smith said. He said that... um, Life is full of like ups and downs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for most of us, there's more downs than up. But he was like, um, 
if you have enough good if you have enough good moments you'll fuck around and have a good life yeah you know uh, a tree that grows in the shade is not the tallest in the forest hmm hmm that's powerful a tree that grows in the shade is not the tallest in the forest what do you take from that one I'm I'm reading it differently. So the first way that I'm reading it is don't tell everybody your moves. Don't tell everybody what you're doing in the dark. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a plan or if you have something that you're trying to do, do it quietly. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be loud about it. So for me, it's like someone who constantly posts. Constantly post, constantly post. Today I'm doing this, today I'm doing that, today I'm doing this, today I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's really refreshing when you don't feel like you have to be open and talkative. Mm -hmm. Because some people may not have good intentions about what you're sharing. And that could be something personal, sacred that you can keep within yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, like not everything is for show. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, I could be the tallest tree, but... If I'm hanging out in a certain space, nobody can see how tall I am because I'm humble about my position. <laughs> mm. Like mm. another way that I read it is, um, don't carry or do anything and feel like you're alone doing it, because mm. everybody sees you and you're amongst a community of people. Mm. Why? Why do you have to be the tallest tree? Is it is it necessary to be the tallest tree in the forest? A tree that grows in the shade is not the tallest in the forest. Stop. Why are you hiding? Mm-hmm. Do you think you're enough or not enough to be as tall as the others? Mm-hmm. Why do you have to cover yourself in the shade? Hmm. I like that. What's the next one? The fool speaks, the wise man listens. Mm, that's powerful. That's powerful. When you're quiet, you can hear what people are saying. Hmm. That reminds me of two quotes. The first one is, if you let someone speak long enough, they'll tell you who they really are. Mm-hmm. And the second one is, a fool sees himself to be wise, and a wise person sees himself to be a fool. Mm-hmm. Meaning that a fool thinks he knows, or he or she knows everything, but a wise man or a wise woman humbles themselves and like, okay, I don't really know anything, which opens the door to like endless possibilities of mm-hmm. of learning and and uh, growth. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that. The next one is knowledge without wisdom is like water in the sand. Hmm. Knowledge without wisdom is like water in the sand. 
What happens to sand and water? The water just gets absorbed by the sand and it's no more. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Or it turns to mud. It's not really mud. I'm thinking like if you go to the beach, right? The sand is still there. You could feel it in your toes, but it's overpowered by water. Or even a desert. Knowledge without wisdom is like water in the sand. Or water in the sand. If it's a cup of water you put it in the sand, it turns into mud. Yeah, but then it washes away when the, the wave hit it. Mm -hmm. Waves hit it, right? That's, that, that's one that just went over my head. I don't know what it's saying. What did Jimi Hendrix say? Um, castles made of sand melt into the sea eventually. Meaning no matter how big or how grandiose you, be, you build your castle, something can always take it away at any moment. So don't be cocky. Basically. Hmm. A bird that flies off the earth and lands on an anthill is still on the ground. Hold on, what? <laughs> a bird that flies off the earth mm -hmm. and lands on an anthill is still on the ground. An anthill is tall. You've landed on that thing thinking that you're not on the ground. Mm. But you're still on the ground. I went over my head. Okay, I feel that I one. think that's also don't be cocky. Yeah. You think yeah. you're the shit. You think you know everything, but you actually don't. Don't get you're too still on the ground. Don't get too big for your britches. That's <laughs> the, what my grandma would say. <laughs> Go ahead, my bad. The little things in life make the big things memorable. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Because when we get, when we grow old, we're not going to really think about. I say we grow old, and we're like. 98, 99, 100 on our deathbed. I don't. I doubt that we would think about the bad times we had or how much our life sucked. We would just genuinely think about all the great moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A conversation with a wise person is worth 10 years of studying. I agree. I agree as well. What do you think that that means? Speak with some, speak to someone who experienced it already, so they can give you a perspective on whatever that experience is. You know, I, I love having conversations with like older people. Mm -hmm. You know, I love having conversations with maybe a homeless person on a. I've gained more knowledge from a homeless person than I did in college. Because of that life experience, downfalls or whatever, whatever, they always seem to be extremely wise. What are some personal quotes that you've heard over the years that kind of like stick to you to this day? Off the top of my head, I don't know. But um, a, a lot of. African proverbs do resonate with me. And I think when I went through like the rites of passage program and we had to memorize 150 of them, Whoa. Um, I just got to reading and trying to dissect the meaning behind them. 
Mm-hmm. And often it just depends on the season or what's going on that I refer back to those things. And, you know, kind of reiterate those quotes. I have them in the back of my head. How important do you think Proverbs are for a society? Um, I wouldn't say Proverbs per se, but I do believe that as far as quotes or any any information or anything that someone else has experienced that is similar to my journey or that is very different to my journey. Mm-hmm. As humans, I think we have an opportunity to learn from one another, whether or not we experience those things, but to also see something from someone else's eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One quote in Proverbs that I recently um, became attached to is, Discipline, hold on, what was it? Discipline is... The, the highest or the greatest form of self-love. Discipline is one of the greatest forms of self-love. And that resonates with me because in order to have a, a for me, in order to have a great life, I have to be disciplined. I have to do certain things like put myself under stressful situations so when I'm out in the world it doesn't really bother me much you know whether it's working out or forcing myself to read or forcing myself to eat healthy when I just want to eat cheeseburgers all day I can't eat cheeseburgers all day because later on down the line I might have a heart attack so I got to be disciplined now in order to live a, a full uh a great, fulfillful life. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. Um, I think also what's important with that quote is knowing how far I've come from or you've come from as individuals and people. Sometimes you can tend to slip. If you know that you come from a family that gets into depression very easily, mm-hmm. it's like if you don't have a routine for yourself, how quickly can you fall back into old patterns and habits? Super quick. So, you know, maybe it's a combination of those, but also knowing that with you practicing what you're talking about, you see forms of self-love that didn't pop up when you mm-hmm. were doing those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the same for me. Like, as hard as you, you, you think that that thing can feel, the results of doing that thing consistently can put you in a position of selflessness or selfishness, actually, selfishness to put yourself first mm-hmm. or to consider yourself as someone that's important or valid enough to have that thing or to experience that thing. It all starts with you first. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the one looking through your eyes at the world, right? Another um, quote that I love that I kind of attached myself to was um, by this guy named C.T. Fletcher. He was um, an Olympian bodybuilder, um, great athlete, great personal trainer. Mm -hmm. And one of his quotes that I live by is, success requires obsession. I like that. It sounds kind of like the quote I was going to share because I now finally remember the quote. Right. But 
whatever we're doing in life, whatever you want to pursue, if you want to be a great father or a great mother or a great business person, um, a great uh, uh, lawn care operator, you know, you got to be obsessed with it mm-hmm. in order to be successful at it, you know, and you can't let anything deter you or distract you. You got to have those um, blinders on and focus on that solely in order to be successful at it. Absolutely. And knowing what you want. I right. Think some of us are like brought up in a space where we have to do something based off of what someone is telling us, mm-hmm. whether or not that we agree or opposed to it, we don't have a choice. It's like, I said what I said and that's it. Mm-hmm. But maybe those habits or following that routine wasn't beneficial to knowing exactly what you want. So you're distracted into thinking that somebody else's views upon your life is more important than your own. You know what you want for your life. Mm-hmm. You know what goals and dreams that you have. And sometimes people do put their limitations on you. Mm. Like, they see themselves in you and not themselves. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. They think that they can recreate or encouraging you to to not believe in yourself by putting their own projections on you. Limitations. But, yeah, the limitations. So I wanted to um, say my quote before I forget it again. And the reason why it's so important for me to have this quote or that's always stuck with me is because we all do know what we want. Mm-hmm. But it's up to us feeling confident and standing or being firm or loving ourselves enough to, to think that we deserve it. Um, but it's very simple quote. It goes like, um, all know the way, but few actually walk it. Mm-hmm. We all know which direction we want to go in. But are we brave enough to step into that and not care what people think? All mm-hmm. know the way, but few actually walk it. Do you think that's because of fear, of judgment, of not knowing what's on the other side of that path? Like, what do you think that's about? Um, I, I guess I'll speak for myself. I think where my fear lies is initially it was worrying about what other people think. But getting into the nitty gritty, it's am I worthy enough to have it? Mm. Am I worthy enough to step into my purpose and be that thing? Mm -hmm. Am I comfortable enough to be in a vulnerable space where my creativity is the one thing that I'm now doing for my own personal reasons that I just did because I loved it? Or now that I'm monetizing it, what is the context that it's going to change into? And will it change me as a person? Mm. Just various questions that make me, is it more comfortable not, walking into my purpose or do I even want to try to to do this can I even do this am I brave enough and am I strong enough am I enough to do Mm. it those are all very like I would say so if I was telling Wami this I wouldn't want him to think the way that I'm thinking but he's going to think the way that I'm thinking if I never take a chance on myself I think it's like, right, you're sending somebody to carpenter school 
learn how to be a carpenter, right? You got to know the basics. You got to know which tools to use. But you don't have to build the exact same house that I built. Your house can be a smaller, bigger, different shape. It could be circular. It could be rectangular. It can be whatever. But that's your house. But you still need those tools in order to know how to build that house. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when it comes to raising a child, I think it's our purpose and it's our duty to provide the tools and the, the, the skill sets. Here's the tools. I show you how to use them. Now go build a house. Yeah, I agree with you. I think why I took such a pause is I absolutely agree with you, but also like with me not even giving my chance to try and pursue my dream. Mm. What message or example am I sending to my child when they know how talented, when they see the talent in me, mm -hmm. but I'm not doing the extra steps to be brave enough to take that leap and be like, look, son, I did it. Success requires obsession. It requires obsession, but also more than ever when you're a parent, you want to show or give an example to your kids that whatever you desire or dream, you can go for. Mm -hmm. You're worth it. Mm -hmm. So what kind of narrative am I telling? If I know these things, I tell my son those things, but he's not seeing me go for it. You just got to show him, right? Exactly. That's what mm -hmm. I'm saying. Like we, All we have to do is not always constantly preach, but you have to show mm -hmm. whatever it is that you're doing so that the child's like, oh, well, I do believe you because I see that you're doing it. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, I think kids know when adults are lying more than adults know that they're lying. I think themselves. kids, especially nowadays with all this iPads, TV, social media, kids are more visual learners. Mm -hmm. You know, just to piggyback on what you're saying, kids are sponges and they will emulate what they see, hear, smell, taste, touch, whatever. And... We as parents have to cultivate that environment to where it's more beneficial and not a detriment to the child. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got one last quote. Okay. And this one, I think, is the best of all. Out of all the quotes we read, hey, because I just made it up. This quote is, I am. That's it. <laughs> that was, you know, that's already a quote, which is funny. I am. Yeah, someone's already claimed that as their quote. Well, I'm claiming it today. It. Yeah. I am. I am. Yeah. I love it. All right, guys, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and share. Please share us on all your social media platforms and write a lot of comments. All right, people, peace.